stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, as I said the other day, most people have probably never heard of the Canada Summer Jobs Program until recently. And it, I mean, it's a silly kind of typical government program where, uh, you know, taxpayer money gets sloshed around. MPs get to look like heroes because they can throw a few thousand dollars at some local organization. Uh, we're giving kids jobs for the summer, uh, that kind of thing. But it, it's, it's not big enough that I think it gets a lot of attention. Uh, and maybe in some smaller communities, right, it's the kind of thing that ends up in the weekly community newspaper. And, oh, there's there's our MP. And, uh, wow, look at that. But this would become a huge controversy. I think the liberals have really made a mess of this. I, I get that some people were rankled that uh, an anti-abortion group uh, based out of Calgary had received some funding to, to give some summer jobs to some kids. And uh, some people may not like the idea that uh, a group with an agenda like that is using taxpayer dollars to you know, groom the activists of tomorrow, if, if indeed that's what they were doing. Uh, but there are all kinds of uh, faith-based organizations across the country that have made use of this program. You know, they run summer camps and uh, charities uh, and all sorts of things that, that are very positive uh, and not at all to be worried about. And yet now they find themselves facing a real dilemma. Do you have to sign on paper that you compromise your own values in order to receive this grant? There is an attest, uh, attestation, such a weird word to me, attestation that any employer must sign. Uh, attesting that your organization's core mandate respects these values, these charter values that the uh, federal government has determined. And it may well be that the ones actually running afoul of the charter are are those in government. Uh, so today, a multi-faith uh, event was held. Uh, faith groups, all kinds of different religions coming together to say, you know what? This needs to change. And this is wrong and this is unfair to to religious organizations. Uh, Joining us on the line to talk more about this is Julia Beasley, who is Director of Public Policy for the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada, one of the groups involved in this, along with the Canadian Council of Imams, um, the Archbishop of Toronto, Jewish organizations uh, as well. Julia, thanks for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Thanks. My pleasure. All right. Well, let, let me get your side of this. What what are the concerns about these these changes that the Liberal government has brought in? So, as you said, um, they have now required that anyone applying for this grant check off an attestation. Now, the attestation has four parts to it. The first, second, and fourth are all just sort of administrative. You know, I have read and understand, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the third one is this this statement that you have referred to that requires um, applicants to attest that they respect a list of things, the charter, um, values underlying the charter, which are not defined there or anywhere else, to my knowledge, um, individual human rights and other rights, and then they list a bunch of things. So um, it created a great deal of confusion. Um, so I think there's sort of the organizational confusion. People were wondering, well, what does this mean? Am I, what, what does it mean if I say I respect these things? Does this mean I'm saying I agree? Um, there was a lot of confusion there. And then, of course, as you mentioned, there's a bigger problem here that um, I think it's inappropriate for government to require anyone to attest to anything in order to at- obtain public benefit. Um, as you mentioned, this is it's 
It's either a misunderstanding or a misuse of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and it certainly violates the fundamental freedoms guaranteed in the Charter. I mean, if the Liberal government doesn't like the summer jobs program, then they're certainly free to to scrap it. But if it's going to exist, uh, is there any reason that uh, religious groups, even if these religious groups might happen to hold opinions on abortion that that, uh, are different from those of, of the current government, is there any reason why they should be denied funding? No. I I mean, what they've essentially done is put in place a values test, right? If you can pass this values test, then you're eligible. If you cannot, then you're not, Um, which has had the effect. You you mentioned that they were trying to prevent funding going to a small group of organizations who engage in certain kinds of activities. The effect of this is enormous. The reach and scope is incredibly broad, and it has affected um, organizations of all different faith groups who do all kinds of things that have absolutely nothing to do with what the government is saying they are concerned about. Well, we got this interface statement today, signed by 80 religious leaders, organizations, and institutions. So, um, you know, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, and, and others. So... Um, there, there's, there seems to be a really growing consensus, uh, and even from non-religious individuals mm-hmm. and organizations, yeah. that, that the government has got this wrong, badly wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a tremendous overreach in our view. Um, they have given all kinds of clarifications in the media. They released some supplementary information yesterday, and they repeatedly... Um, they have repeatedly said that we're not concerned with your values or your beliefs. What we're concerned about is your activities. And so we read the supplementary information and we thought, you know what? Okay, this is, this is something. They have heard, I suspect, in really large numbers. They have heard from religious Canadians about this and how it is impacting their ability to apply. Um, but I don't know that they've quite understood yet. They're, they have begun to try and remedy this, but they haven't yet understood fundamentally what the problem is. So, for example, they keep talking about core mandate, and they have, in this information, defined your core mandate as your primary activities. Um, and some may find this helpful, but others are not so, not so clear. As faith-based organizations, we are defined by our beliefs, by core values, by mission. And while a core mandate may delineate activities, it flows out of those beliefs, values, and identities. So what they have not yet understood is that for religious groups, beliefs and practices are integrated and inseparable. So religious groups are serving the poor, they're providing services to vulnerable youth and newcomers to Canada and so on as a consequence or outworking of that belief. So for many, it's difficult to draw a clear delineation between belief and action because it is our belief that moves us to act. In fact, you know, the minister's own mandate letter includes certain values and affirmations. So the letter sets out the priorities and tasks for her to undertake in the context of the government's values and commitments, and it uses aspirational language. So actions flow out of beliefs and values for all of us. So while the government continues to say that it's not concerned about an organization's beliefs or values, but with their activities, the attestation itself is not about activities. It's clearly about respect for certain rights and values and for so many organizations that, so that it's not clearing up the concern that we are still of view that this is a significant overreach. 
All right. So as you say, I mean, the, the government has been reaching out to, to some religious organizations. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops, the Canadian Council of Christian Charities are among those that the employment minister spoke with this week. But is it your sense that they're reaching out to get feedback from these groups or that they're reaching out to try to, to, try to spin this, essentially? I am. That's difficult to say. Um, I'm hoping to have a conversation with the minister later today about this. They have reached out, and I wasn't able to take their call um, when they did. So I'm hoping to have a conversation. But I think I'm going to ask for a dialogue. You know, I think there are many of us who would have welcomed and would still welcome the opportunity to sit down and talk with the minister about our concerns. So they have laid out some definitions and some clarifications, but but. Some of that has raised even more questions for us. So, you know, they defined respect in a very unusual way. And, you know, uh, it says the CSJ program will not fund organizations whose primary activities do not respect, which means to seek to remove or actively undermine established individual human rights in Canada. Well, that's created a whole, a whole new level of confusion, right? <laughs> what does it mean to actively undermine? Does expressing a belief or opinion that's contrary to the government's views on these issues constitute actively undermining in their view? So, I feel like we need, we just, you know, we are all eager to work with the government to find a way forward. Um, So we're really hoping that they will be open to having a dialogue so we can talk these through. What definition of respect would work for everyone here? How can we move forward together in a way that will both address the government's concerns and those of the faith-based organizations? Right, there's there's the potential for some middle ground here, is what you're saying. Uh, I I think there's lots of room, right? So... You know, for example, if we're asking them to remove the attestation altogether or to reword it so that it is not, um, it's not a value statement, so that it's administrative like the other ones, right? So they can lay out in whatever clear terms they want in the application guide what kinds of activities they are willing and not willing to fund. And then that bullet could just be replaced. I attest that I understand that these kinds of activities are not eligible for funding under this program. You know, we would happily check that off. (laughs) There's no problem with that. It's just the way they have done this, um, I I think, is really problematic. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree. Uh, Well, more at evangelicalfellowship.ca. Julie, I'm sure we've not heard the last of this, but appreciate making some time for us here today. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Julia Beasley is uh, Director of Public Policy for the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada. So again, 80 faith-based organizations, uh, religious leaders from across the country uh, signing this statement today, uh, saying that this this attestation needs to go, this whole approach needs to be revised. If the government has concerns about certain activities that might potentially be funded through this program, it's certainly their right. They're entitled to, to... craft that as they best see fit. But this business about values, and for the government to just say, you know, it's not, it's about activities, not about values, but you got to sign this value statement. I mean, it's, it's supremely disingenuous. So yeah, they, they need to fix this. 403-974-8255. So yes, indeed, Vince McMahon is bringing back the XFL. It was a spectacular failure. Uh, what was it, 2000, 2001? It was only a single season, but it's, you know, it's the stuff of legends. People still talk about it, and uh, they're going to try take two on this. We'll get to that coming up after 2 o'clock. A lot more still to get to here today. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.